0: Hello, and welcome to the 16th episode of the LA Law Podcast. I'm your host, Zahava Schechter. The premise of this podcast is to feature issues, developments, and topics affecting the law, and how it relates to the 8 million of us who live or work on Long Island, New York, which includes Nassau, Suffolk, Queens, and Kings Counties. If you live or work on Long Island, this podcast on local and state legislative and judicial decisions is for you. Our guest on this 16th episode is Felicia Tellup, a partner of Pure Mammography in Lake New York. Please check out the show notes for a full description of Felicia Teleps contact information. Please keep in mind that we will not be providing legal advice to any questions. Felicia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Okay, so please tell us about yourself and what you do at Pure Mammography.
1: Uh, So my name is Felicia. I've been in radiology 25 years. One of the owners, one of the operations managers, marketing director of Pure Mammography. And what does Pure Mammography do? So pure mammography is a very new concept. It's a mammography spa, and we're going to be opening in all the malls. Right now, we're in the Lake Grove Mall in Smithhaven, Smithhaven Mall. We are making it more comfortable for women to f- not be nervous about having their mammography. So let's get right into what the current law is.
0: There is a current New York state law concerning mammography. Could yes, you Please tell our listeners about that.
1: So it was recently changed. Women are allowed one screening a year without a prescription. So that means that if they come in January and they have their mammography, they can come the following January of every year to have their mammography without a prescription.
0: I recall that you always had to
1: have a prescription from a doctor in order to have a mammography done. Correct. So Governor Como has recently changed the law since his fiance had breast cancer that every woman is entitled to a screening without a prescription. So the only time you would need the prescription is if it was for a diagnostic, such as a lump. So if you feel a lump, then you need a prescription, but if it's just
0: for your annual mammography? Correct. Uh, mammogram? then you don't need a prescription, correct? Correct. And does that apply
1: throughout the state? For example, in Nassau, it's New New York York State State law, and he also um, has an addendum to that law now. Um, It used to be that your first mammography was at 40 years old. Then you would go every year after they had then changed it last year to 35. And if all was well, you'd go back at 40. They recently updated the law last month. Uh, it's 35 years old and every year after to have your mammography and you would be covered. And the age of 35 is not dependent upon a family history of
0: breast Correct. cancer? Correct. And is there any difference between the counties, for example, Nassau, Suffolk, all the or same New City? All the same. It's a New York law. So we have the ability to go
1: for a mammogram without a prescription what about the price so we do take all insurances um, so I'll start with that first. We take all insurances. We only do 3D. We don't charge for the 3D. Most places charge for the 3D. We automatically do it. If your cov- if your insurance doesn't cover it, we waive it. If you don't have any insurance, so in October, of course, we do $45 mammographies. And then we treat each person different depending on their situation. A normal mammography without insurance is $200. If you come in and don't have insurance, is it $45 or is it $200? For the month of October, we, we do $45 mammographies for people who who don't have insurance, during the year it is $200, but we will work with people, because we'd rather work with them than not having their mammography. Absolutely, so there's really an
0: incentive for our listeners to come to Pure Mammography during the month of October if they do not have insurance. How do you make an appointment for a mammogram?
1: So that's the best part of us. So you don't need an appointment. So we're in a normal setting, we take walk-ins, so you could walk in, we're open seven days a week till nine o'clock at night.: What time do you open? We open at 9 a.m. And who performs
0: these mammograms?
1: So we have technologists, we have a mammography technologist who's been doing this 25 years, and we also have a sonogram technologist if we feel that you need a sono afterwards. So now you've
0: brought up a very good point, and we're going to segue into the difference between a mammogram and a sonogram. Sure. Who needs both? And do we need both?
1: So it's a known fact that if you have dense breast, you most likely would need both. It's harder to see with dense breast. When you say a dense breast, do you mean a larger breast? A breast that has a lot of tissue in it and you can't see much.
0: We're going to talk about women first. How would a woman know if she has dense breast? Through her breast? mammography. That's the first part of it. So the doctor wouldn't know, and and the woman herself would not know uh, without, without a mammogram. Correct. Without a mammogram, you would not know. So now tell us, please, what is the challenge of a dense? Uh, Just a little bit harder to see things. So we, we double check it with a sonogram. And could you tell our listeners first, let's talk about the mammogram. What is the actual procedure for having a mammogram for those of our listeners who have never done it before?
1: It's not as bad as everybody thinks it is. We have a new machine that's a little bit curved. Everybody's always so worried. It's really not painful. It's just a little bit uncomfortable. Um, we bring you in the room and we do t- uh, different views on your, each side of your breast so we could see everything going on. The whole process is about eight minutes. And how is a sonogram done? Sonogram is done like a normal sonogram. So we go over your breast with regular sonogram probe, and we check to see if we see anything. And will the sonogram see something different from the mammogram? From the mammogram, yes and no. Um, it could see something that we already see, or something that we see on the mammography might not be on the sonogram.
0: What would the sonogram add to the mammogram? It more confirms. I what we see. Either confirms or denies. Correct. Maybe it excludes. Exactly. Because you don't see it on the, the sonogram. So what is the rate of a false positive, let's say?
1: Uh, we really don't have false positives. So our radiologists have been with our major company for about 40 years. They're all seasoned radiologists. And I can't say that I really had a false positive, to be honest with you. And does this affect only women? Do you have male so patients? So there's a 1% chance of men getting breast cancer. We don't treat them because immediately if a man has a lump, he's considered a diagnostic, so we sent him to a different site. And does this new law by Governor Cuomo cover men as well? Um, they, specific- need prescrip- they need prescriptions because they're consider- considered a diagnostic. Does it say that in the law from, from oh, Governor yes, Cuomo? Oh, yes, it does. And A diagnostic needs a prescription, screening doesn't.
0: Do you find that women on Long Island are more susceptible to breast cancer due to the water contamination and other toxins in our community, or is that just a myth?
1: You know, it's hard to say what's true and what's not, but we do have a high rate of breast cancer here.
0: So as a woman who has had mammograms in the past, you're right. The procedure can be uncomfortable because the x-ray machine compresses the breast, if that's correct to say, to get the best picture possible. What, if anything, may be done to lessen the discomfort of the procedure? Because that may be... What is preventing women from going to their annual visit?
1: A big part of that is their anxiety when they're coming in. If you're more relaxed and not tense, it really is a much easier process.
0: So Felicia, now we're going to go to our segment called What is on Your Desk? About a recent client or matter, which you can use to illustrate a teachable legal moment. So what has happened at Pure Mammography that you want to tell our listeners about?
1: So we have saved 31 lives, and we recently saved a woman who had cancer, which we found in both breasts, and the year before, she had been fine. There was no any detection of cancer. Um, She went to Sloan, and she had a mastectomy, and she came back to us, and she's doing great that's wonderful so on my desk are a number of family business succession matters
0: for example a father and our mother own and run a business which their adult children may want to join run and eventually own and this takes solid business planning not only for now but also for when mom and dad die or if they become incapacitated during their lifetime. If any of these scenarios happen, who carries on the business? If the adult children are not empowered to do so, it becomes much more cumbersome and expensive for the adult children to access the business and personal bank accounts after a life event. It's always better to plan before you have the need. Felicia, what distinguishes pure mammography from other mammography sites?
1: So we're a spa-like setting, and what does that mean? When you walk in, we have spa music on to relax you as soon as you walk in. We have a coffee and tea counter with, with nice pastries so you feel comfortable right away. We have our waiting room is um, TVs with scenes on them like beaches and mountains and just very comforting. There's no doctor like feeling in there. It's beautiful chairs, beautiful furniture. And all of this is done to make the
0: client well, feel more comfortable. Correct.
1: correct. We want we want some we want the patient to come in and feel good. Um, we have focus points around the mammal machine. We have five TVs where, again, we have mountain views and beach views and you just, you don't feel like you're in a medical facility and it's very relaxing and we have beautiful pink and white warm robes that we give the women to walk around in. Well, thank you so
0: much, Felicia, for coming onto the show. Now to a matter which we're following with great interest and which is actually positive. Long Island has been the least funded region in New York State for pre-K education. Assemblywoman Mikhail Solages, Democrat from Elmont, and Senator Monica Martinez, Democrat from Brentwood, have secured a grant in the sum of $475,000 in state money to establish a regional pre-K technical assistance center. It is estimated that only 10% of all four-year-olds on Long Island have access to a full-day state-funded program. By contrast, New York City offers access to a full-day funded program to all four-year-olds. Studies have shown that pre-K access closes the achievement gap and gives children a good start for their future. And that's it for our 16th episode. Thank you so much, Felicia Tellup, for coming on the podcast today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And to our listeners, be sure to download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, we'd greatly appreciate your rating us with a review so you may reach other Long Islanders. The LI Law Podcast is your source for local tips which educate and entertain. Thanks for listening.